Blog Talk Radio. Who said it's a man's world? People call me sticks like I don't mind because they stubborn And my bank account is looking mighty fine Niggas get the wine and die Go straight for the wine and grind She wanna come, I can make it happen Sometimes I get messy You can be my biggest secret I ain't sliding if you're with them, baby You gon' have to leave them I got morals on Sunday. Sometimes on Wednesday, really it depends, but you, you're in love with somebody else. Baby, Baby I could offer some help. Get over them by getting under me. But you might hold it if you get too much to me.
Hey, hey, hey. Who said it's a man's world? What's going on, everybody? I'm Bree, and welcome to another episode of Women Love Sports 2. I'm so glad that you could join me on this Friday night. And uh, we have a really good show lined up for you guys today. So we're going to get into this. is Kobe week. So we definitely want to, um, I want to hear some thoughts and opinions on favorite Kobe moments. Um, I'll share one of my favorite Kobe moments as well. Uh, so we definitely want to keep it going for Kobe for the week. And then um, we do have a great interview uh, with Chris Bass. Uh, he is the head coach of the uh, Detroit Queens basketball organization. So we're going to talk to him about the team and about the league and uh, the importance and significance of the role of, of women in sports. So we, we, have, we have some good stuff on up today. Um, and before we get into all of that, <laughs> I really should have showed my DJ slash engineer some love because he makes it happen every week. I want y'all to give a virtual applause for my DJ, my engineer, DJ Spencer. What's going on? Whoa, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, you know I'm here, you know I'm here, you know I'm here. Yeah, yeah, you ready for a good show tonight? Uh, we're going to get it turned up though, we're going to get into this mix though, you hear me? Oh yeah, for sure, so let's get into it. Um, without further ado, go ahead and drop some of that hot music because we are going to be playing some throughout the duration of the show, and this is only the beginning guys, we are just getting started, so keep it locked right in here with Women Love Sports 2, we will be right back. Come and say, Skitter. Come and say, Skitter. Come and say, Skitter. Come and say, Skitter. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Women Love Sports 2. And as promised, we have a very special guest joining us uh, in studio here today. Uh, this is Chris Sands of the Detroit Queens women's basketball team. So obviously you're, you're, you're not a player. Um, head coach, correct? Yes, ma'am. Head coach and team president. Awesome. Now tell us because, um, I, you know, I have been waiting for something like this for a long time, especially with women's basketball, um, you know, having leagues and different things like that. You see a lot of leagues and things um, in the Metro Detroit area for men, you know, but not not a lot for women. So how, how did this come about, um, you being able to, to be the head coach and, and president of the organization? Well, um it's uh, it's been a process because women's basketball has been evolving, and um, it's actually been um, created because the WNBA only has 12 teams, 144 spots, so that's a lot of um, pro women who don't really have a chance to play in front of their families and such. They play abroad, overseas all year round, and then they come back in the summer and are virtually off because they're home to see their families during their vacation, then they pick back up in the fall and play. So with with that, there was an open market for like a minor league professional basketball association, which is a lot different from the men because although the NBA can use a couple extra teams, pretty the odds are if you have um, if you have a uh, if you have pro talent at the men's level, you'll be playing somewhere. But uh, how we were created was to give women a chance to play in front of their families and to play locally and nationally. So there's a team in Wisconsin, there's a team in St. Louis, team in Toledo, Iowa, Chicago, things of that nature. And so we're probably the best league outside of the WNBA. Wow, that is awesome. And how about, and so as far as the talent level, I'm going to assume that the talent level is um, significantly close to that of which, you know, players that you would see at the WNBA level. Yeah, all of like we have a good portion of our players that, um, that have been at WNBA tryouts, have been on rosters, been at camps. All of our women have either played professional or, or going to play professional. So if you first get out of college, you play, you get your first professional experience playing in our league because, like I said, the women on all the teams are professional players. Like they, at the end of, like right around this time, uh, mid to late August, they all head back over to their uh, clubs in other countries. So all of the women are professional players or have played in the high. That is amazing. Now, was it difficult, um, Travis? Because again, as we kind of mentioned earlier, you know, when when trying to get women's leagues uh, formed, it can be kind of challenging at times. So, um, was it a challenge when it came to um, the construction of the uh, Detroit Queens basketball organization, or was it a rather easy process? Um, no, it was, it was very challenging because um, there are other organizations. Um, uh, there was another organization in Detroit, um, and then there's an organization in Flint. So uh, you have to you have to make sure your interests align for what you're trying to do because it's easy to have like a team where uh, 
you know, it's basically, it's easy to have a team with just players who play. Like, you can go find anybody who can just play basketball, plays once or twice a week. But getting players to have professional pedigree and then play um, and get paid, first you have to make it work their mile because they have to make money. Um, you know, it has to be worth putting in three to four days a week for practice and then playing in the game and traveling and things of that nature. It's a, it's a commitment. So it's pretty much, it's not like it. It is a job in the summer. So it has to be worth it to them. So, yeah, it was challenging in the aspect we had to, to show players that what we could do is actually develop their talent even more, help them get better offers overseas, because that's, that's what happens a lot of times. Like, players play in our league, and they can use the field from our league to say, hey, look, you know, our league is arguably competitive, more competitive than the league I'm playing in overseas. And in turn, that helps them get better placements. It helps them get more money. Wow, that's amazing. Now, would that be? Would you compare that to the G League of of the NBA? Is that more so? Would that be considered the you know equivalent to the NBA's G League? So, if I had to give you an analogy, uh, we're like the G League is like the son of the NBA, and we're hoping to we're hoping to get adopted by the WNBA. So that's kind of what it is. Like we're we're like the unofficial G League. Like our league is the next best league after the WNBA in America, and they 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 we're just not working in concert. The NBA and the G League working concert. Okay, and 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 I'm really loving <laughs> I'm loving everything about this conversation right now. And you know what? I I still have uh, some more things that I absolutely want to get into with you. We're gonna take a really quick break right here but don't go anywhere you guys stay tuned because we will be right back after this music break with more from the head coach president of the detroit queens basketball organization Chris stay tuned this is women love sports too take you back to heart we the best music another one Keep going, put my kids in G 
leave on tree. She must ain't one plus one is three. I can't support your personal needs. She don't got a mortgage, moved in with a knee. These niggas be capping them cars, be leased. Youngers in charge, I see for the streets. I would nod and nod. They woke up a beat. Struggle what made me. We used to have water for dinner. We didn't have nothing to eat. Soon as I get on his ass, they gon' look on me bad. I'm like, damn, he was fucking with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'ma turn up on my head on every chance that I get. I want the biggest watch they got. I don't care if that shit hurt my wrist. All these hoes fuck on us all. I wish I would claim that bitch. They get hard when they get guns. We got a hood full of sticks. Soon as they say we can't come, you know we'll run around that bitch. You can miss me with that shit. You know I live in the mix. Money, cars, and clothes, and You know I live in the mix. Money, cars, and clothes, and hoes. I'm from the trenches. Niggas be tough on the net, but really be there for attention. But bitches be talking like they really rich, but really be begging me under my pictures. I give a 40, 50,000 cash and start up a business. I spend that shit at the dentist. I'd rather fucking pay up a rent for you just to get out of her feelings. I'm in the Lambo truck on my hood. Nobody gon' tell me shit. Going to Cali, I pick my weed for sure. Nobody gon' mail me shit. Dice game, crops of CeeLo. I need cash, don't tell me shit. Baby got it to them trashy. You can tell they really rich. Drop the low. Ain't no room right now. I took her to the O. Then I put up on the lamp cause she a fan of Booney Mo. I got the city on lock. Fucking up all the ops. I be around with three million dollars in jewelry. I'm standing on all the blocks. This an anthem. Mm-hmm. Dropping the six in the Phantom. Mm-hmm. Black road truck with the always century man. I'm sitting on Panda. Mm-hmm. I love my cousin. She was a dancer. I love my brother. He was a scammer. I'm sitting on my lap cause I'm pulling her tracks. And I fuck on the back and she calling me handsome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'ma turn up on her head and every chance that I get. I want the biggest watch they got. I don't care if that shit hurt my wrist. All these hoes fuck on us all. I wish I would claim that bitch. They get hard when they get guns. We got a hood full of sticks. Soon as they say we can't come, you know we'll run around that bitch. You can miss me with that shit, you know I live in the mix. Money, cars, and clothes, and hoes. You know I live in the mix. Money, cars, and clothes, and hoes. We the best music. Another one. Yes, who said it's a man's world? I I said <laughs> it is not because guess what? Women love sports too, and we are back with more from Chris Bass. He is the head coach and president of the Detroit Queens Basketball Organization, and uh, it just it's really really interesting to see um, all of the great things that are coming out of. Um, Sports, when it as it relates to women, uh, especially in, in, in these days and times, um, like like I said before, I've been waiting on a league or something like this for you know a, a women's league, and, and now it's come along. And on your journey uh, with this particular organization, um, what has your experience been like um, the, the, the first year out? Um, well, it was. Uh... We had a lot of challenges. Uh, you know, whenever something is new, and I'm sure you can kind of relate to this, uh, whenever something is new, people don't always trust it, whether that's uh, fans or, you know, just people in general or other teams. For that matter. Uh, but there's, there's a lot that has to be proven. And, uh, 
sure. We had a lot to prove. Uh, we had a lot to prove from an organizational standpoint. We had a lot to prove um, from the players we acquired, and we had a lot to prove to our opponents. So uh, we faced a lot of challenges uh, as far as scheduling games. Everything wasn't uh, quite as harmonious in the beginning uh, as far as getting teams and players. So uh, we had to work through that, but we ended up playing the, the best team in the country. And, you know, even though we came up short, uh, we played and we came out and put on a great show. Like, you know, everybody was very impressed with, with our product. And, you know, we were winning that game for all about six minutes. And this is the team that went on to win a championship, back-to-back champions of the, of the GWBA, the Global Women's Basketball Association. They were the only team from the league that was really willing to play us this year. So, um, you know, we fared well. I feel like if we would have got a chance to play more games, uh, we would have, have beaten more teams this year. But um, it didn't work out. We had, you know, a couple situations where we even had one team cancel the week of, of a game that they were supposed to come to Detroit. So we had some challenges. But overall, you know, I feel like we really made a statement this year. Um, our culture was, was very solidified. Uh, we showed that we're a very fun and exciting team. People would love to come out and watch us. We, uh, we played a game in Cleveland. The first ever game in Detroit, Cleveland, in basketball history, we scored 106 points, and we won by 52. So, you know, in a couple That's years, amazing. That's amazing. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying a couple of teams saw that undoubtedly, and I don't think they really wanted some of that smoke, so. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. It doesn't sound like it. And you're kind of transitioning into what I was going into because you, we've talked about challenges, and you have had some challenges, but I'm a thousand percent sure you've also had triumphs as well. So from challenges to triumphs, talk about, one of your proudest moments as as head coach? Well, the proudest moment was just kind of, um, it's, it's kind of internal. The proudest moment is just kind of seeing the collection of everything we brought together just kind of work. Like, all of our players, like, genuinely care about each other, care about the their kids. So it's not just a basketball team, we're family. We're family, uh, you know, and I'm sure you can relate to this, like in professional settings, family don't always mix. And I can honestly say that it's bigger than basketball for our team. Like everybody checks on everybody. Uh, somebody has something going on in their life. We celebrate people's wins, and we uh, we cover them in their losses. So uh, that's, you know, and I know for myself personally, I've had uh, a tough years just with, with loss, with hardship, and everybody that was on the team has been very supportive of myself and vice versa. So that's the biggest triumph for us is that, that our culture is so strong that everybody has each other's back. That is beautiful. A lot of times some of those proudest moments will be winning this or having, you know, gotten this trophy, things like that. But 
for that to be one of the proudest moments is like beyond like words don't even begin to describe how amazing that is and um again not to i i hate pulling band-aids off of open wounds so to speak but um you know i'm also familiar with um you know, your challenge as of this year. So just letting you know that I'm still keeping you lifted up in prayer um, as well for that. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I think that's amazing. No, no, I appreciate that from you. And yeah, no, it, it, it is amazing. I mean, because basketball is, is one thing. Like, to be honest with you, I don't want to say that's the easiest part because what we do isn't easy, right? We have to come together and be a unit. But being a unit, uh, all and off the floor is kind of what we envision for this because I feel like a lot of that has gotten lost in our community just for far as basketball teams. We've got really good basketball teams that don't really have the strongest of cultures, and then you've had teams who like each other, but then they don't win. We're trying to bring all of that together. Absolutely, and, and and that's an amazing concept. And even when I played, um, you know, in my earlier years being – you know, high school and AAU and things like that. I mean, we were big on we're more than just a team. We are family. And, I mean, I think that that's one of the playing sports is actually particularly basketball and having that team is kind of what got me more so into a team mindset, so to speak, and I carried that mindset with me throughout life so it didn't stop on the court or at practice. I carried that with me, and um, even with friends who, you know, I met along the way that I may not have met, you know, playing basketball, you know, that still translated with me into those relationships also. So I think that that's amazing, having a strong, solid core and a solid group um, of individuals coming together and really sticking and banding together like that is just one of the most amazing parts um, of being a part of a team, of course. Um and then also, um, I did, there was something else, and it, honestly, it slipped right through the, the, the cracks of my fingers. So what I'm going to do right now is, if you don't mind, take a quick break with us, hang around, Chris, for just a couple more moments. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk favorite Kobe moments. This is Kobe, uh, Kobe Week. And um, to to end off Kobe week, I just wanted to, you know, talk about some favorite Kobe moments. Uh, So we'll get into that uh, after this next break. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with more Women Love Sports News. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a place. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls. Your people holding dough, no parole, no rubbers. Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers. Just some thoughts for the mind. I take a glimpse into time, watch the glint read, the world is mine. It's 
last days of time. Nowhere to be paradise life relaxing. Black, Latino, and Anglo-Saxon. I'm on the exchange, the range, cast, lost Robert bath. Free at last, brand new whips to crash. And we laugh in the illopath. The villa houses for the crew, how we do. Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches. So many years of depression make me vision. The better living, type of place to raise kids in. Opening eyes to the lives, history's told foul. But I'm as wise as the old owl. Plus the gold child, seeing things like I was controlling. Click rolling, tricking six digits on kicks and still holding. Trips to Paris, I civilize every savage. Give me one shot, I turn trite life to lavish. Political prisoners. Set free, stress free, no work release, purple and threes and jet skis, fill the wind breeze in West Indies. I make Coretta Scott King, mayor of the cities and reverse things to Willie's. It's down foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. We are back with more Women Love Sports 2, and we still have the man of the hour in the house, Mr. Chris Bass, the head coach and president 
of the Detroit Queens Basketball Organization. Um, and right now we're actually getting ready to talk uh, transition from women's basketball into uh, this has been Mamba Week, Kobe Week. Um, and as we continue to remember the life and legacy of Kobe Bryant, um, I thought it was only right to reflect on some, some Kobe moments, uh, favorite Kobe moments, um, uh, you know, things that you uh, may remember that you really admired about uh, Kobe Bryant. And, um, Chris, I definitely uh, wanted to know if you had any favorite Kobe moments. First of all, like, was Kobe, uh, was he in your top five? Oh, yeah, Kobe's in my top five for sure, for sure. Okay, it's, yeah, uh, got to have a black mama in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Kobe guy, for sure. Um, no, my favorite moment, uh, I actually, shoot, I have to listen. I got a lot, but um, I think for me, um, what stands out was uh, 2010, game six against uh, Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Um, he was like, like the defense made him take a lot of tough shots, and he hit them. Like it seemed like he hit about ten tough shots that night. That you know, they they were big shots, but they kind of just demoralized the defense because you almost really couldn't play him any better. Like, and it was a situation where he took everything they had, and he still raised his play like a couple notches above. Like that's for that like that game in particular was just so lights out and if I could share another moment it was just the entire two thousand thirteen season. Like he was in year seventeen. I know everybody and everybody talks about, you know, the latest thing has been LeBron in year seventeen and year eighteen and still look like arguably the arguably the best player in the game. And nobody had oh, looked yeah. as good up until that point, until um, until Kobe, like Kobe set the yeah. standard of being good late in your career. Like this was year seventeen, and he still was giving you twenty seven, like five and like five. Like and he was, he yeah. basically went with that team to the playoffs where he tore his Achilles, and like that was the last time that we really got to see like just Kobe, like in Kobe mode. And it was really, like, just watching him that entire season was just something special to see. Yeah, I, you know what? I would agree with you 110% there because nobody was making it look that good, especially not at that age, man. But you know who that reminds me of a little bit, and a, a lot of people are probably going to feel some kind of way about it. However, I, I have to throw him in the mix. LeBron James. I mean, he's you know an older veteran player who still yeah, yeah. Uh, is able to move like he did when he played with Cleveland or Miami. For sure, no, that's kind of yeah, no, 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 that's that like when LeBron, LeBron kind of took what Kobe did and took it to another level because they not only he not only looked good but they won the championship too in the uh, yeah. 2020. <laughs> yeah. That's that. So you know, but I was just saying, up until that point, nobody had really set that standard other than Kobe being the best player on your team and being the best player on the contending team at uh, age at, at seventeen years in the NBA it was just remarkable. Yeah. So, absolutely, I I agree hundred percent. And one of my favorite moments, like this is a favorite Kobe moment. So I didn't. <laughs> 
I didn't know he had the type of sense of humor that he had, like that he was. So this is actually is not an on the court moment. This is an off court moment. Um, and this was the uh, commercial that he did with Jalen Rose. And when I say that this commercial was absolutely hilarious to me, the look on Jalen Rose's face, <laughs> the waiter, like it just. Um, it, to me, it honestly showed me a different side of Kobe. I mean, obviously, we all know what type of, of beast he is or was, if you will, on the court. We knew what to expect from him night in and night out, and a lot of times he exceeded our expectations. Um, but so just to get to see another facet of Kobe Bryant was thoroughly entertaining, and um, it just kind of gave me a different perspective of, you know, who he was outside of being this elite Super elite, uh, you know, world class basketball player, you know. So that was actually a, a really good moment for me. Um, and then also um, his last sit down interview, I had the opportunity to gain more insight because I wasn't, I, I was an Iverson fan at, the, you know, at, at the time before most of the time that, you know, Iverson was, was in the league, you know, St. Thomas Kobe. So it was like, you know, I can't really, I can't root for you, man, because you, you know, you play with the Lakers and you guys are stacked up and I'm going for Iverson and another year I'm going for C-Web and the Sacramento Kings, you knocked them out. So, you know, that, that was the dynamic I had with it. But, um, you know, years later, I would be able to appreciate um, Kobe Bryant a lot more uh, for his game with, with with that interview. It was absolutely amazing, and it gave me tons of insight, you know, on his attitude, his tenacity, um, you know, those intangible things that you can't, you know, you, you can see it, but you can't see it. You know, you, you can see the determination in his eyes when he, you know, was ready to take over at any moment when, when the team's down or, you know, someone needs to come in and make those big plays. So, I mean, it kind of gave you a behind-the-scenes look. So I think a lot of – it was more so for me a couple of off-court moments because it allowed me to really get a better feel for, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant and why he was the way he was on the court and things of that nature. So it made me respect him a lot more as a player at that point in time. So outside yeah, well, of that, we – oh, go ahead, yeah, sorry. I, well, no, I just wanted to touch on what something you said. I think the human part – of Kobe is very underrated. So I'm very glad that you kind of brought a light to that because I think a lot of people kind of have a misconception and bringing the human part of him to where people could kind of really understand and have just the respect for him, really, because that's all it's really about. Like, being a fan is uh, is great, lovely thing, but to have, but to, but to respect, but to be a fan of basketball, you have to respect everything that that man was about. So I'm glad you um, brought up the human side of him for sure. Absolutely. I think we tend to forget things like that. You know, we absolutely, we remember 100% what he did on the court, but he, you know, he was so much more, you know, than that and and so much more off the court. So um, definitely, uh, again, want to just take a little bit of time to honor the life and legacy of, of Kobe Bryant during Kobe Week. Um, so and thank you for sharing your your moments and thoughts as well. I really appreciate that. Um, circling back um, to the basketball organization here. So if you if there were okay, so do you 
if there were to be tryouts and things of that nature, is it recommended that there are, you know, women who have actually played on a professional level or semi-professional level, or is it just kind of open to, you know, anyone who wants to come and try out and, and, and be a part of a team? So I would recommend that you at least play at the Division One college level. I mean, if you at least play college ball, that's what I would say, that you play college basketball and you're in – um, relatively good enough shape. Obviously, if you're not playing, it's hard to simulate basketball shape. But like we, we're gonna like we're gonna put you through what a what a practice would be like. So you got to kind of be able to keep up. Uh, if you played, I mean, we're we're welcoming all people that want to come try out. Um, you know, if you know if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, you know, we're gonna talk to everybody and tell them what we think thoughts moving forward if we if we see a future in basketball with them. Even it doesn't even have to be for the upcoming season. We can say, hey, look, come work out with us. We'll try to get you to where you need to be and reevaluate things. Or we can let you know that right now this isn't the level. And that's a, and that's, that's a tough conversation to have, but we don't want to – we're not doing anybody any favors by not telling them the truth. So – we're welcoming all comers, but I would suggest that you at least play college basketball, that you're in, um, that you're in conditioning shape for, at the very least, and uh, you come in ready to learn, ready to soak up everything. Sounds great. And you know, if there are any women out there who are looking to, you know, maybe follow the page because they feel inspired or may want, uh, you know to come to a future tryout or even just want to attend some games. Uh, what's the social media handle um, for the organization? So on uh, Instagram and Facebook, we're Detroit Queens WBB, like women's basketball, Detroit Queens WBB. On Twitter, we're D Queens WBB. Awesome. Awesome. And then, uh, so did you have any shout-outs or anything that you wanted to wanted to give really quickly? Um, I just want to shout out the, you know, the city of Detroit um, and tell them that we're happy to bring women's basketball back to Detroit. Uh, we realize that it's, uh, that it's a community with rich history. Like, because people, people tend to forget about the shock, but I know the fans of Detroit don't forget about the shock and the three championships that they won. And, of course, everything For that the sure. have done. We, we want to bring that rich history so we want to give a shout-out to Detroit and let them know that we're back to bring championship basketball back to Detroit. I love it. I absolutely love it. And we are well on our way with people like you, Chris, and those wonderful uh, teams of women who are doing their thing. Thank you so much for stopping by on Women Love Sports, too. We really appreciate it. You guys, make sure you check them out, uh, Detroit Queens Basketball. Uh, just a beautiful organization and a great time. Uh, he's given the social media handles, so make sure you follow them on social media, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Once again, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, we will be right back with more Women Love Sports 2. We're going to take a quick music break, but don't go anywhere because we have more Women Love Sports 2 coming up. I put the new 4G's on the G I grab into the bloody bottoms, it's underneath Got 
Cause all my niggas got it out the street. I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans I remember hitting them all with the whole team Now a nigga can't ask a call cause I'm balling I was waking up getting racks in the morning I was broke, now I'm rich, these niggas salty All this designer on my body got me drip drip It's straight up by the objects, I'm a big trip if I got up on a lean, I'm a sister. I run the wrestle with my queen, like learning to nip. But I got rich on all these niggas, I didn't forget back. I had to go through the struggle, I didn't forget that. I hopped inside of the Maybach and now I sit back. These bitches know me now, cause I got them big racks. Cause I'm getting money now, I know you heard that. Young nigga on the corner, bitch, I had to serve crack. Uncle fronted me some peas, had to get them birds back. We came up on dirty money, I gave it a bird back. Cut off the rain and I gave my bitch a new cool. Either you running y'all gang or you too woo. Got a new all in bitch and man that pussy voodoo. And I'm that nigga now, who knew? I put a new 4G's on the G. I drop into the bloody bottoms is underneath. Cause all my niggas got it out the street. I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans. I remember hitting them all with the whole team. Now a nigga can't ask a call cause I'm balling. I was waking up getting racks in the morning. I was broke, now I'm rich, these niggas salty. I've been waking up to get the money, whoa, whoa. Got a bad bitch ass, said it, whoa, whoa. To bench it to my toes, two twins, I'm fucking a boat. I put in new AP, the water like a boat. I was down bad on my dick, what was you niggas at? I know you turned your back on me just to get some wreck. I seen you swerve back, cause I'm in the black back. New diamonds on me, fuck a flash, this ain't Snapchat. Cause I been getting paid. Yellow diamonds on me, look like lemonade. Got my baby mama that new Ben Tryna get a dojo like a sensei. Rolls Royce umbrellas when I'm in the rain. My, my business. I got brothers that did the time, I ain't kidding. All these rappers just talk about it, I listen. Going up, I ain't got no sky to the yeah, yeah. I grab into the bloody bottoms is underneath. Cause all my niggas got it out the street. I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans. I remember hitting them all with a whole team. Now a nigga can't ask a call cause I'm balling. I was waking up getting racks in the morning. I was broke, now I'm rich, these niggas salty. She's a liar, she a capper She do anything 
things with a black heart. She gave you your pain with a black heart. Should've never let that shit get that far. It's always been games with you. Keeping score and changing moves. I was all for it, but hated you. Show me that side that's crazy you. And you can get the pack and all in your bag. You can leave the racks with all of them tags. Gonna be a thing if I don't look back. Damn, girl, you fast. She's a runner, she's a track star.
or you can send it to the Women Love Sports 2 Facebook page. Uh, you can inbox me. So, again, um, I'm, I'm looking to kind of highlight some more of these uh, local artists who are looking to get their music out. I mean, we that we played a few uh, – well, actually, everything has been commercial, so we played a lot of commercial hits, but I want to try to mix that in uh, and, and, and give the set a little bit more diversity and see what we have out there. So if you guys are looking to do that again, make sure that you uh, DM or inbox me. Uh, DM me at womenlovesports2.tv on Instagram or uh, drop it in an uh, inbox on Facebook page is Women Love Sports 2. Now, also, I'm going to be highlighting some local uh, talent as well in regards to sports. So I, it doesn't matter the age group. Um, you can be in middle school or high school, college. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. If you all know any athletes who are deserving uh, to be in the spotlight uh, for my player of the week, uh, I will sit out and interview the player of the week, and we'll discuss and talk about some of their highlights um, and really just try to give them an opportunity to have some shine as well. So anybody out there, um, who knows someone who deserves uh, to have some limelight shined on them, please feel free to let me know once again uh, by way of social media. You want to go ahead and send me a message via Instagram. You can DM it, or you can send it to the Facebook uh, page, the Women Love Sports 2, and message me there. So I'll be looking to highlight some local talent um, for the coming show. And it doesn't just have to be, um, you know, high school, college, it could be uh, – adult league. So uh, just like the women's league, I would love to highlight um, more female athletes. So, you know, people, if you know someone, plug them in and tell them that Brief and Women Love Sports 2 wants to give them some shine. So those are just a couple of things to expect coming up uh, in future episodes of Women Love Sports 2. For now, um, like I said, we had an amazing show. I want to thank uh, Mr. Chris Bass for coming on uh, and interviewing with us here today. Next week we'll have um, – more of a fun-packed show. We're going to have some debating going on. I'll have a couple more guests. Uh, of course, we're going to have um, a local uh, athlete that will shine some light on. And, you know, we're we going to get into debating some hot topics because NFL season, uh, the preseason, you know, we're right in the midst of it. And I want to talk football, and we're definitely going to do that next week. <laughs> I want to shout out uh, my engineer slash DJ, DJ Spensome. Always on the ones and twos, doing a phenomenal job. Thank you so much. I also want to shout out ISM Sports, ISM Nation, ISM Radio, the whole ISM team, uh, Madhouse Management. Uh, shout out to uh, Sports Talk DT, Relax and Relate. Uh, shout out to D Boy and the entire team. Uh, and I, I want to shout out the uh, Detroit Queens basketball because, you know, hey, they're out here doing their thing and, and bringing. Uh, women's basketball, kind of reviving that. So thank you all so much for that. Um, and the city of Detroit, thank you guys as well for, you know, uh, always kind of, you know, being there and support of Women Love Sports too and the things that we're looking to do. Like I said, next week we're going to have an exciting show. But until next time, I need y'all to remember who said it's a man's world, huh? Because guess what? Women Love Sports too. We will check you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe. Have a great night, guys. Who said it's a man's world? Who won the world? Girl? Who won the world?